Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Change Your Game with GTD podcast. My name is Todd Brown, and I'm here with Robert Peak. Hey, Todd. Our hey, Robert. Our um, our goal in this podcast series is to give you the opportunity to explore the ideas behind the Getting Things Done methodology, how that can enable you to get more of the right things done in less time and with less stress to generate more mental clarity, um, and to uh, align you know, what you uh, engage with day to day uh, with not just the, you know, the critical sort of got to be done this week kinds of things, but also with your your larger purpose and your long-term goals. Um, and Robert, as, as you and I were talking uh, about what we were going to talk about, I think that one of the things that we both agreed would be interesting to explore would be who who does this, right? Who's Who's drawn to GTD? Who engages with it? Who uh, who, who does GTD? I think was the headline that we came up with. Does that does that sound right? And if so, what's your uh, what's your experience? Yeah, that sounds great. I think uh, it's the start of a new year. That's often a time when people sort of as a as a ritual as a choose to take stock of things and and decide what they want to do in the coming year. And uh, hopefully, this will be a little bit of an enticement to consider that that you might be someone. Uh, that that wants to give this a shot. Uh, I do GTD. <laughs> I've been doing it for 22 years. I've, easy to easy calculation because I met David in January of 2000. David Allen, the creator of the Getting Things Done methodology, and um, you know it occurs to me that people from a really wide range of uh, backgrounds do GTD, but. Uh, they t do tend to have a few things in common. I, I think fundamentally, one of the things that uh, most of the people who who take to this and uh, work this and really, you know, become proficient with it and see the benefit and realize the benefit of doing so, uh, have as traits. I, I think one of them is that they um, they have kind of a, a mindset of wanting to grow and learn and better themselves and and better their environment. Uh, so, you know, who doesn't do GTD? People that are convinced that, that this is the way things are and always have been and always will be and are kind of, you know, sort of feel like victims of circumstance generally don't tend to gravitate toward this because this is a methodology that says, look, this is about getting you in, more in control of uh, the kinds of things that you want to bring forward in your life rather than just sort of harping on the, the challenges of the past. So being forward-looking forward thinking um, and also having some sense that you know that there may be a smarter way to do things that simply pushing harder uh, that simply longer hours isn't uh, isn't the only way to necessarily get ahead um, also people that that care about their their well-being I think one of the few silver linings perhaps of, of the the recent experience with the pandemic is this awareness that we all have, a responsibility to our to our mental health and personal well-being, um, and so people that are that are aware of that, conscious of that, wanting more of that, kind of in in their lives. I think that's a a, a kind of starter for who who broadly might be attracted to to this work. What what about you? What's your what's your experience with all of that? Yeah, I'd, I'd echo a lot of what you said. I, th I thought it was interesting, you know, this idea that people who are 
who are forward-looking, open to change, open to the possibility that you know that they could work differently and and think about their work differently and organize themselves and use their tools differently, and that would generate positive results. And it occurred to me that that's you know that we sometimes talk about that as if it is a fixed mindset, right? Somebody is open to change or not. But I think the other thing that occurs to me is that that can be quite situational, right? So if somebody if somebody you know they 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 just, uh, you know, the, the, they, 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 the, the email that arrived this morning was the straw that broke the camel's back and they just sort of throw up their hands and go, okay, this is just not sustainable. I just can't do this anymore. And whereas yesterday, they might have been quite, you know, not really thinking that they, they were open to change. Now, the situation has changed. Their perception of the situation has changed so that they say, uh, perhaps with a little bit of a sense of desperation, hey, I really need to change here. I really need to change. And so sometimes, sometimes I think it really is brought on by people just, just saying, uh, you know, they may not express it in these ways, but they recognize that the ways that in which they're working are not sustainable, leading to the negative, you know, the negative um, uh, outcomes you've been talking about, you know, about, about uh, wellness, about uh, mental health and, and physical health. And, and also, of course, just, you know, lack of productivity, lack of, lack of getting the right things done, as well as, um, you know, not being able to, to shut off. It's funny, I was thinking, uh, my wife and I were watching a, a movie the other night, uh, last weekend, and I was sitting there uh, really engrossed in this movie, really just sort of hip deep in it, mentally, emotionally engaged, the whole thing. And, and, and I flashed back on, you know, maybe, I don't know, before I did GTD, so let's call it 20 years ago or something like that. I've been, I've been in the game for 16 or 17 years now. And, um, and one of the things that, I, that occurred to me was that it was not at all an uncommon experience for me back in the day that I would, you know, watch a movie and really struggle to focus, you know, just really struggle to be in the kind of relaxed sort of place that, will, that would allow me to engage with it because I had so much else on my mind. And somehow I just felt like, well, you know, I'll do my best to try to focus on this movie. But at the end of the day, um, all these other things are distracting me so much that I'm, that I'm really not able to engage with it. So, so yeah, that, that, that occurs to me as, uh, both, I suppose goes on the, in the list of benefits that GTD generates right? this kind of mental, this kind of mental clarity, but also, um, you know, one of the things that, that people who are drawn to GTD, that's what some people are looking for is I've got, you know, the, in, in this, in this sort of area would go, uh, I can't focus. I'm, I'm, I'm at dinner with my family. I'm just so distracted. I just, I just can't, I feel like I'm, I'm really not there. And, and I have the sense that they probably sense that I'm really not there. I mean, you know, just in sort of in the sense of being, being totally engaged or, or I'm having a hard time at the end of the day or at the, at the end of the work week, shutting off and just saying, okay, no more. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna focus on work for a while. Right. So, so um, again, I think people who are looking for solutions in those kinds of areas uh, quite often are drawn are drawn to the work, and something else that just occurs to me. So another another sort of group of people, and of course these groups all overlap, right? So, uh, they, or they can overlap anyway. But another group of people are people who are just really into their technical tools, and they love them, and they just think the tools are the best, and they really want to try new things, and they want to try using the tools they've got in new ways, and and so those quite often those folks are also drawn to our work because because getting things done gives them a way to take all of the capabilities of those technical tools and align them in such a way that they are um, that they are making sure that those tools are, are optimally supporting 
both their productivity, great, yeah, and their ability to get things done um, in effective and efficient ways, but also uh, enable them, enabling them to be, you know, clear-headed and undistracted as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think those are all really relatable states, hopefully, for, for people that are listening, you know, in terms of some of the the problems and challenges that just go partly with modern living. Um, and yeah, I, I, I definitely have seen the, the kind of tool geeks of the world gravitate toward this for all the reasons you mentioned, that, that they also recognize that there's often a, a better way and sometimes technology enables that. Um, but a lot of people, I think, do have a love-hate relationship with email. <laughs> so if that's you, if you can kind of relate to that, um, or a, a sense that, you know, having thousands of emails in your inbox might not be optimal or there could be a better way, that's definitely an inroad I think to GTD as well. So there's a lot of, of problems that I think people can can relate to that GTD really helps a lot with and solves. Um, but also, I notice more and more we've been around for a while. Uh, to some extent, everybody's doing almost a little bit of GTD these days. It feels like to me. So um, there's some best practices that seem to have just kind of seeped into, particularly corporate culture uh, uh, that I've seen. One one being just this. The, people talking more and more about actions you know what's the action who who's going to action this you know i've got some i've got some some actions or some steps to take or whatever that that kind of thinking i think a lot of people think that maybe you know we invented our name based on that being a more common thing in the parlance it's it's i think it's actually the opposite i think actually the getting things done methodology as it's permeated a lot more uh, corporate culture people are starting to at, talk about and think about actions what's the practical next step um, to, to get something done. And as you said, the tools, I think a lot of these tools are starting to advertise themselves as, well, they actually say, you know, get more done, get things done, get her done, get it done. There's a lot of get done completion oriented uh, thinking and marketing. And, you know, these tools might not even know that a lot of that mindset um, that they're trying to help people achieve as a groupware solution or as a better way to try and filter your email or whatever it is, uh, a lot of that really does stem, again, I think, from GTD seeping in. So you may be uh, influenced by GTD in ways that you don't even realize. Um, if you found this kind of thing helpful, and if you are the kind of person that, that likes to get things done, that likes to accomplish, that likes to complete, that likes that feeling of completion, then really kind of coming to the source, as it were, and, and looking at the full methodology and what it can do for you uh, is, is probably a worthwhile, a worthwhile exercise or, or foray. I mean, as an example, you know, my wife, my wife does some elements of GTD. She doesn't do kind of all of it. But, you know, at the end of the year, we sat down together uh, in some quiet time and did what we call a kind of annual review. We kind of looked back and forward at things. We kind of decided and sort of set some intentions for the coming year uh, in a way that, you know, mirrors and is drawn on and is inspired by the GTD best practice of the weekly review, which is foundational to this to this whole methodology. So I think a lot of people may be doing bits of GTD by stealth, not even realizing it. So as much as you may be feeling the pain of modern living and information overload, you may also be feeling some of the benefits and not even knowing the, the line of thought that actually came out of, which was David Allen's work. I don't know, Todd, have you, have you seen, seen that, that seepage of 
this thinking into the into the mainstream yeah. world. Absolutely, and you know, I think one of, one of the interesting things uh, I think is more about you know about David Allen's perspective on his on his own work, and David will actually use the words not that he invented GTD, but that he discovered it, and this sort of goes to your point that um, you know David David uncovered something that was there already. Okay, and and you know related to that, as you say, is an awful lot of people are doing a lot of the best practices already. I have experience of this from this week. I spent this week, a big chunk of this week, working one on one with one of the one of the most senior people at a very big online business. And um, and you know, as I was working with him, uh, what I recognized very quickly was an awful lot of what we would recognize as best practice he had already engaged in, right? So his, for example, his email inbox, okay, very, you know, sort of one, one level down from the CEO in this very large uh, online organization, he, um, his email inbox was incredibly well controlled, right? He had, he was getting to zero regularly. He was, you know, when, when he showed up for my meeting, I think he had 30 or 40 emails in his inbox, right? Um, he had good ways of keeping track, for example, of, the things that he needed to discuss with his, um, you know, with his uh, direct reports, right? So that was all being handled. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't totally optimized, but it was in very, very good shape, I would say. Um, and, and as he and I worked together, um, of course, I'm, you know, I'm, anything that's already really working well for him and, and is aligned with the best practices we see it in, again, and in service of, of enabling stress-free productivity, I'm just going to leave that alone, right? But one of the things that, that, that he, absolutely uh grooved on and and it made a huge difference from him for for him was he hadn't been um he didn't really have in his system a good way to track what we call waiting fors right so these situations where someone else in the world is doing something and you're waiting for that to happen right so someone in a meeting said yeah yeah i'll send you that document you're waiting for it to arrive you've ordered something online you're waiting for that to arrive, right? Um, one of your direct reports is working on a project for you. You're waiting for them to deliver that project. And these kinds of waiting fors, he, he just didn't have a way of tracking them, right? And so he and I worked on, okay, how, you know, where would we create some inventories of those waiting fors? How would you keep them up to date, et cetera? And he started to work with them. And and that made a huge difference. So, so here's, again, just big picture here's an example of somebody who's i mean look he, he's made it to this very lofty level in this big you know successful organization he's 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 clearly been doing a lot of a lot of things right um but at the same time the work that we did has um it, you know he told me at the end of the the second day he said look this is this is going to make a huge difference it's going to make an absolutely huge difference not just in terms and he's talking about the waiting for us again not just term not just in terms of me being able to sort of follow up with people and make sure that things are happening right in a in a kind of a timely way, but also in the sense that it's going to um, reduce distractions, because I've been carrying. He he said he recognized that he'd been carrying all of that detail as far as he could around in his head. Okay, and one of the things that we that we know in GTD is that the head is a great place to have ideas and it's a terrible place to keep ideas right um because the brain really isn't built to ha hang on to details in that way um so yeah that I, I think again you know to going back to our big topic of the of the of the, of the podcast today i think i think quite often uh and, and it's interesting right so you have people you know you might think if somebody makes it to that level in an organization that's you know that's that successful th well they've got it all sorted out Right. They've got it all sorted out. But here, here he was 
coming with a lot of good practices, I say to the to the to the table. But we made some some changes in his system and his thinking that have made so far, uh, as he reports it, a dramatic difference. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and we see that a lot. And what's so interesting when we're talking about you know who who does GTD is it because of the confidentiality factor with a lot of the work we do and the, the coaching we do. We, you know, we, we have to say a very senior person or someone really dynamic and kind of have to take our word for it. But it, it, often, you know, if you kind of, if you knew who gravitates toward this, I, I think it's, it's pretty impressive to me um, the extent to which successful, motivated and dynamic people uh, choose into this, this methodology. You know, it's not, it's not a remedial thing. It's a, it's a turbo boost for, for so many people. Um and I think for a lot of them too, the system is is more of a means to an end rather than um, something where they say, "Well, I'm inherently a systems type person." There's some degree of that, but it's more that they've caught on for a taste for systems because they see how it helps them. And also, there's an extent to which I think the people that I that I work with um, tend to define success on their own terms. So yes, a lot of sort of senior people, people who um, are in positions where you'd say that looks like success by sort of traditional standards or measures in society, but um, also, you know, very much people who have broad, broad ranges of interests, who have um, very unique and interesting things that they're passionate about, either within the context of their of their work as a kind of vocation, not just a job, or uh, outside of work as well. Um, and that, to me, I think is really interesting because GTD does help you define success on your own terms, you know, in terms of what what that means for you, what that looks like for you. So, if you're someone who's shying away from GTD with the idea that oh, this is this is an executive thing, this is a corporate thing, this is for people that want to you know cl- climb the ladder, and I'm kind of marching to the beat of my own drummer. It fits your it fits your drum beats too. Is is I think what I want to say. I I say to people in seminars, I don't fundamentally identify as an, an organized person. I identify as a creative person. So for me, GTD is a way to focus that creativity to get more of the things that, that I want out of my life. And, and we see that a lot, you know, with a, a really, really wide range of industries and individuals and types of people who, who benefit from getting clear about what success looks like for them, what they want more of, and then not just getting clear in the in a kind of hope it happens way, but then really getting concrete about what the next actions are, what the steps are, um, and developing both ways of thinking and habits that support them in in getting more of that. So, to me, it holds out a great great promise for a really wide range of individuals, um, and and a lot of them have in common that. That they're that they're uncommon, right? They're they're not cookie cutters. They're they're they're, they're people uh, that 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 want to want to live uh, a meaningful life, and they have their own ideas about what meaningful is. That Oscar Wilde quote comes to mind: "You you should be yourself because everybody else is already taken." Yeah. Right, and so <laughs> easier said than done, as well. I would say, you know, I'm still learning how to be myself. So with you, with you. Listen, I want to. Um, I can't believe it's almost been. We're, we're always at about the end of our time here, but let me let me. Uh, I want to echo something else that you said that I think is a really important point. You mentioned that that GTD is not remedial, and that's that's a really important thing I think to keep in mind. It's astounding to me, you know. We 
we've been we've been the business has been around now for about 13 years. We'll be this coming summer, and um, and in that time, if you look at the organizations that we work with, you can check these all out on our website. If you're new to our new to our work, um, and you know check the testimonials that we have up there. The people who are drawn to this work are not the people who are fundamentally broken. Right. They are people who are already getting lots done and they're just realizing, hey, there, you know, there's some things that I need to optimize. There's there's some things that I need to I might be feeling quite overwhelmed by what's going on right at the moment. And I'd like to and I'd like to focus on that. So it's not um, it's actually very rare that we have people who who show up in our work, you know, either in our coaching or in our seminars or um, in any of the work that we do with our clients who are sort of fundamentally broken from a productivity point of view. Right. Everybody is. Um, everybody is somewhere on this journey, right? And all we're doing on the, on this journey towards stress-free productivity, and all we're doing is trying to help people to get there in the most uh, in the most efficient way. Absolutely right. So hopefully we've whet some appetites. What what do you think in terms of next steps that people could take if if you want to even explore the possibility that you're one of these one of these people for whom GTD could apply and could could help? I mean, what? What would you do at the start of your journey or what did you do yeah. to, get, to get going, to test the waters? Well, to test the waters. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, way back in the day, I did a lot of listening to, um, a lot of listening to podcasts of David being interviewed by other people. I did a bit of reading. I, you know, I was very much self-taught, but if I, if I sort of think about the resources that we can make available to people now, um, uh, we, well, uh, but let me, let me, um, just say we've got it, have a look at the website, right? Look at the resources that are available on the website. We've got a, a new, just coming out. We've got a new online course, a free online course, which is an introduction to getting things done. So people will be able to make use of that. Um, and that'll give them a, again, a, a taste. It'll go beyond what we've talked about today and give you more of a sense of, of, uh, a bit deeper, what some of the benefits are and a little bit more about the methodology itself. And then beyond that, um, you know, we do run public seminars. We do run, uh, we do do coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching for people. There are a number of different ways that we can engage with folks to help them to, to understand and implement the methodology. Um, that's the kind of natural sequence that comes to mind for me. How about you? Yeah, I think those those are great next steps. Um, you know, there's a lot of well, you mentioned podcasts. There's a lot of them out there. There's a lot of people talking about GTD. Some of whom have been plugged into David's wisdom for decades and some are more new to it, but very zealous. So I'd say take that kind of sphere with a little bit of a grain of salt, um, just in that there's a lot of talking about GTD and then there's kind of implementing it. And I think the, the one of the best ways to implement is to really make sure you go to the source. Uh, to me, that's, that's David, right? Uh, so I often recommend if you just want to dip a toe in, Grab the audiobook of David reading it on Audible or somewhere like that. You know, listen, listen to the, listen to it through. Um, that's going to be sort of the, the the best way to get it straight from the from the horse's mouth. If you really want to take the plunge, that's coaching, right? That's the that's the this. I'm really ready to really do this really for me. That's the the immersive experience and the fastest way to get this. And then there's a really wide range of offerings in between, which which you you mentioned, Todd. So it's kind of where are you at? To what extent do you want to kind of dip a toe in and do some research? Um, I would say again, the, the best way is to go to that go to that that absolute source and and get the book um, as a starting point, rather than sort of getting it second and third hand off of various forums or what have you. Um, and then and then see see what that does for you, and hopefully get in get in touch with us because 
Um, I just love it. I love uh, the range of people. I love the types of people. I, I generally resonate in some way with with just everyone that, that comes of the now hundreds of coaching clients I've, I've worked with over the years. Um, and, and I always am kind of learning something new myself. It's a very collaborative, collegial kind of kind of experience of digging in and helping someone figure out how they can kind of take their their practice of life and work sort of to the next level. Um, so it's exciting work. It's it's good work. Um, and it's a really useful uh, journey to at least just take a step toward to see if you might be one of these people for whom GTD applies. That's great stuff. Let me let me just uh, for those of you who don't know our work uh, very well, let me. Do, Robert's made reference to uh, to David's first book there, and let me give you the full title in case that's not something you're familiar with. So the so David Allen's first book was called Getting Things Done: The Art of Stress-Free Productivity, which you can find in all of your your digital and physical uh, bookstores. Um, Robert, thanks. I thought I thought that was great. Um, I, I very much hope that all of you out there have taken some uh, some wisdom for this. Those of you who are familiar with GTD, maybe you've seen yourself reflected a bit to a certain extent. Maybe you've gotten some inspiration for talking to other people about GTD and how it could benefit them. And for those of you who are brand new to our work, um, welcome. Okay, we very much hope you'll hit uh, you'll hit like and subscribe so that you'll find out about us in the future. You'll find out as we publish uh, new editions of this podcast. Um, uh, again, for those of you who have not been in, in on the podcast before, the um, one of the things that we're very happy to do is take requests. So if you have any ideas about things you'd like to hear about, please do get in touch. You can uh, email us at info at next-action.co.uk um, and come and visit us on the web as well at, uh, at, at, that, uh, at that domain. Um, for now, on behalf of Robert and for me, thanks for being a part of it this time and we'll look forward to seeing you again soon. Bye for now. 